Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ask T-Bone on the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Today, we have a question in relations to our financial menu. And I think maybe I've created some confusion to some of the listeners. Today's question was submitted by Jason. And Jason's question uh, was, I love the menu idea for creating treatment awareness and for clarity on treatment fees such as implants. How and at what point in the patient experience do you present the menu to a patient? It's not as if they are hungry and waiting to order a meal. You're providing them with something they didn't know exists to create an awareness for something they didn't know they want. It feels tricky to come off as genuine and patient-centric. So Jason, I'm a little confused, to be quite honest with you. We don't have a menu of services with prices on there. What we have is a financial worksheet and a financial menu that allows our patients to choose how they can pay for treatment. So I'm going to go on the assumption that that's what you're talking about here. So when do we present that to our patient? As soon as we, uh, you know, basically, ultimately, what it boils down to is you have to recognize that the problem exists. You have to create awareness. As Paul Homley talks about, you have to walk them through the four quadrants. You have to find out if the patient is aware and cares, unaware and don't care, all of those things. So you have to walk them backwards to make sure that they are aware and they care. And then once they are aware and they care, then you put together a treatment plan And then we present them with our financial menu, our worksheet, that allows them to know which ways to pay for it. So we don't present costs to patients or the ways that they can pay for treatment until we've created the awareness and created some level of desire. Now, oftentimes we won't present a financial menu to our patient at all if the patient says, I'm absolutely not interested in that. What's the point? You know, then you may come off as being a salesperson. You know, sometimes the patient says, I'm not interested right now or yet, then we'll want to go ahead and give a worksheet to the patient or the financial menu to the patient. And and the the verbiage I use there is, we want to go ahead and give this to you. I know you're not ready quite yet, but this way you know what everything looks like, what your options are, so that when you are ready, you can go ahead and start planning your life accordingly. And the reason I like to do this is, let's say, for example, I want to buy a new furniture set. And I can't, I don't want it quite yet, but I want to go to the store and I want to know how much these things cost 
And I also do want to know kind of what my options to pay for it are. So that way, when, when I am ready for the furniture set, that way I already have an idea of how much it costs. Now, things may go up or down. You know, certainly in, in the uh, retail world, things go up and down. And then the different financial options in a retail setting, you know, they'll vary from time period to time period. You know, in the dental office, generally speaking, our fees don't go down. And generally speaking, we don't have many different ways of paying for things. So those things don't change all that much. So that way my patient knows, hey, when you're ready to do Invisalign, you're looking at five grand out of pocket. You know, that way we have everything together. We're good to go. And there are no questions. You know, and then that way we, when the patient's ready to go, it's really more about finding out what option works best for them, be, you know, going through our risk benefits and alternatives, and not at that point starting to talk about fees. So often, you know, one of the things fundamentally I like to go back to is when you present treatment options to patients, I like to go ahead and ballpark them right away. You know, I like to give them an idea, you know, something like that might be a few hundred dollars, something like that might be a few thousand dollars. Something like that might be the cost of a used car. Something like that might be the cost of a new car. Something like that might be the cost of a luxury car. You know, something like that might be in the ten dollars to $20,000 ballpark. Something like that might be in the twenty dollars to $40,000 ballpark. And I'm not afraid of giving fees. I'm not afraid of giving ballparks. I'm not afraid of giving very wide ballparks. Because I want the patient to know that this type of treatment is going to be in this type of ballpark. That way you can be honest with the patient. You can be upfront with them. And to me, that's what's being patient-centric, is not being, you know, not having that feeling that you're hiding things from them, that you're upfront. And the easier it is for you to rattle off the fees or the analogy for the fees, the more patient-centric you become and the more confidence in which you present the fees to your patient with. So again, let me walk you guys through a typical scenario. Our patient comes in through hygiene. We're working with them. We know we find several fillings and maybe a crown that needs to be done. You know, at that point, we'll make the patient aware that these things are going on. We'll talk to them real briefly about what a filling is, what a crown is, why they need to be done. We'll show them the proof of what we're seeing about. And the proof may be x-rays. The proof may be photographs, hopefully both at a minimum. And then we'll ask the patient if they have any questions about this. And then we'll say, we'll go ahead and, you know, we'll make a statement like, we'll go ahead and put together a treatment plan. And that way you can know the different options available to you to make this fit within your life. Okay. And that in a way is not asking permission, but it's asking permission. Because at that point, your patient can say, listen, I'm never going to do that. I don't believe you or something like that. And at that point, we'll put together the financial menu worksheet. And that way we can present it to the patient. At the top of the sheet, we'll have written up there the treatment plan. In other words, tooth-colored fillings, white fillings, whatever you want to call it, upper right, tooth number XYZ, and crown, you know, all ceramic crown or tooth-colored crown or white crown, whatever word you want to use. And then we'll have the total fee there, any insurance estimate they have, and what the different options are for paying for that treatment. So, you know, that kind of it in a nutshell. So, again, we create awareness. We go through some level of education, and then we, you know, make a permission-style statement. Would it be okay for us to go ahead and put together a plan for this? So that way you can know the different options that you have for payment, okay? And we found a great success with that. Certainly, I'm sure sometimes to some people we come across salesy, but I can promise you we're not trying to be salesy. And 
The other thing, I guess I can take an opportunity here. One of the other areas that we have pre-made financial worksheets done for procedures that the patients aren't ready for right now or that are common in our office. For example, orthodontics. That's a big ticket item. That's three, four, five, six thousand dollars. But to me, it's a great thing to go ahead and have made and to have a worksheet that you can give to a patient that's generic, that just says, hey, these are the, you know, if you ever choose to do this, this is what something would look like with that. And to me, it's a matter of just asking your patients, you know, if this were something that you were interested in, would you be okay if we go ahead and give you a plan of what options are available to you? And you know, oftentimes patients will say, no, I'm, I'm never going to do that. You know, and, and then we have to get more comfortable with asking our patients questions. You know, just ask them, is that something that you never intend to do? Or is that something that just doesn't work for you quite yet? You know, and, and ask them, you know, just listen, Miss Jones, so I can plan better. I mean, you got to have the benefit there. How long do you think it would be before you could do that implant? You know, for example, we're going to take a tooth out. And I always give the patient the choice right away of doing an immediate implant, starting tooth replacement therapy versus doing an extraction. And the patient says, you know, that doesn't work for me right now. And the key word is right now. And I'll say, Mrs. Jones, do you have an idea so I can plan better, make sure I give you the best options? Do you have an idea when that could work for you? And she may say, you know, it might be several years. You know, then, then we have to have a different plan. Then I need to talk to her about the potential for needing to do bone grafting down the road. Well, if she says, you know, right now I got to get through a few things for the next few months, six months, nine months, then we're going to go ahead and say, you know, that's great. We'll go ahead and take this tooth out. We'll do some site preservation. And by the time we're ready to place that implant, things in your life hopefully will be better. So I'll go ahead and give you a plan. So that way you can have the, you know, know the costs that'll be there for six months from now and the different ways that are available in our office to pay for it. So hopefully, Jason, I answered your question. And I want to thank you and everybody for listening and continue to send your questions. www.tbonespeaks.com. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.